Good morning, I'm Harley Schlanger from the LaRouche Organization with your daily update for January 5th, 2022. Over the next few days, there will be a series of events taking place that will be extremely significant talks between uh, representatives of the United States and Russia. Also, NATO will be involved in this, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, and we'll have quite a bit to report on that, especially since it, it does appear as though there may be a beginning of serious discussion of the proposal made by Vladimir Putin to offer security guarantees to Russia regarding NATO's expansion. So we'll have more on that over the next few days. There'll be some interviews, uh, a lot that'll be coming out. And, and so uh, I've been covering that extensively recently. It's, it's really crucial. But I wanna pick up something today that, that hasn't gotten much uh, attention. And that is a report that was released by the Federal Reserve at the end of December about the repo policy, the, the repurchasing agreement which was a form of massive bailouts, trillions of dollars of bailouts that began on September 17, 2019, that included uh, primarily bailouts of the leading banks and financial institutions, the very same ones that were bailed out after the crash of 2008. And this has not been covered very much at all. The, the one source besides what we've covered is from Wall Street on Parade, by Pam and, and Russ Martins, it's their blog, and, and they've covered it fairly extensively. I'll be drawing on their work in, in this report. Now, the scandal here is that the Fed released the figures for the period of the last quarter of 2019, in which banks received $4.5 trillion, mostly 24 banks, leading money center banks, from the emergency uh, repo loan operations of the Fed. Th this has been suppressed in the media. The names of the banks and the amounts they received has not been reported. Now, among those who are the largest borrowers are leading banks, JP Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and Citigroup, which also, by the way, are among the largest stockholders of the New York Federal Reserve Bank which is the bank that made most of the bailout loans. So here you have an example of private banks controlling a Federal Reserve branch that is making these trillions of dollars in loans with no oversight from anybody except the Federal Reserve, and yet it's not being reported. And the economic crisis we're in, which is hyperinflation, People are blaming that on COVID, they're blaming that on government spending, and they're ignoring the fact that trillions of dollars of money are going into speculation into the hands of the same people who blew out the banking system in 2008, were bailed out then, and are getting bailed out once again at the expense of the U.S. economy. So let me focus a little bit on this for you, and if you want more, you can go to Wall Street on Parade and, and get the, the full story. But on December 30th, the Fed was uh, forced to release under the Dodd-Frank uh, bill what had happened in the last quarter of 2019. And they named the 24 trading houses on Wall Street which received the emergency loans. 
Now, repurchasing or repo is an overnight lending mechanism where banks uh, put forward as collateral some underlying asset, whether it's treasury or even their own stock, borrow money and then are supposed to pay it within 24 hours. It's a means to give them short-term liquidity. But what happened is that instead of repurchasing the collateral within 24 hours, it's been extended over and over and over to the point that it's virtually an, a permanent loan. The, by continuously rolling them over, the banks can continuously use the, the, that liquidity to purchase whatever they want, which is not going, again, to uh, mom-and-pop shops, to small business, to uh, industrial enterprises. It's going to bank speculation. And the Wall Street on Parade says these are now effectively permanent loans. The banks that are involved are trading their own stock, making money from that trade. That's why the stock market keeps going up, despite the weakness overall of the underlying economy. Now, they, in their report, they go back to 2016, where four banks held 91% of the $193 trillion in notional derivatives that were held by all banks and savings institutions. So there was $193 trillion outstanding and being traded in derivative instruments. Now, derivatives are financial instruments that are derived from something of underlying value, but have no value in themselves, no intrinsic value. They're not goods. They're not a, a productive uh, mechanism. They're paper. They're gambling debts, as Lyndon LaRouche has always called them. Now, Think about this number again. Four banks held 91% of $193 trillion. This is in 2016. And if anything, the total trading volume, volume has gone up. The four banks that held the 91% were J.P. Morgan Chase, Citibank, Goldman Sachs Bank USA, and Bank of America. Three of those banks, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and Citigroup, are the largest share owners of the New York Fed, which is the branch which provided the bailout loans in 2008 and then again starting in September 2019. This is a scandal. It's a scandal not only that it's happening, but that it's not being reported. Now, one of the things that the Wall Street on Parade points out, which I think they're, they're absolutely right about this, is it's not being reported because it shows that the Federal Reserve is failing in its main responsibility, which is a regulatory agency to make sure the banks are secure and safe. But secondly, because if it were known that this was going on, that there was reckless speculation, and, and why did they need these bailouts? Probably because of large losses. So instead of honestly reporting on this, and putting these banks through bankruptcy reorganization, which should have happened in 2008, that's what Lyndon LaRouche called for in the summer of 2007, when he warned that the banking system was on the edge and about to go. Instead of putting it through bankruptcy reorganization, the decision was made after the crisis at Lehman Brothers at the front end of all the, the mortgage-backed security traders, that they let Lehman go, and after Lehman went and threatened the whole system, 
There was a massive bailout orchestrated by Hank Paulson from Goldman Sachs, uh, who was the Treasury Secretary then, and George W. Bush, with full support of the incoming President Barack Obama. So the bailout took place in 2008 instead of reorganization. And we've continued with these banks on life support from the Federal Reserve to the point that now, as they reported in the last quarter of 2019, $4.5 trillion was, was made available to the banks. It's estimated that as much as $14 trillion total between September 2019 and the present. $14 trillion. You know why the dollar's worth less? You know why there's hyperinflation? Because of this money printing. Now, the Wall Street on Parade makes a, a, a follow-up point. One of the reasons this is not being reported is that it would probably lead to demands for the restoration of Glass-Steagall banking regulation. This is the first of Lyndon LaRouche's four laws, Glass-Steagall, to separate commercial banks from investment banks, trading banks, protecting the commercial banks, which are necessary for business, for, for bank accounts of, of families, uh, business accounts, and so on, separate that from the speculative accounts of investment banks that, that are engaged in trading. This was the law until 1999, from 1933 till 1999. Once it was repealed, we've been through a series of bubbles and bubble pops and bailouts. The fact that this is continuing an, another bubble in stocks and in bank uh, lending to banks to keep the speculation going, to be able to maintain the book value of these worthless assets. That's being done at your expense. It's not being reported. And the reason that, that the Martins say, and I think this is right, is because if this were known, there would be a demand for the restoration of Glass-Steagall. What LaRouche said about Glass-Steagall is that it would make sure there would be no new bailouts. If you lose the money, if you want to invest in a speculative firm, by all means, go ahead and do it. But if you lose the money, you eat the losses. You don't pass it on to the taxpayer through the mechanism of the Federal Reserve bailouts. That's an essential feature of what's necessary for a recovery. And it's the first of the four laws of Lyndon LaRouche's four economic laws. This policy of LaRouche is the necessary approach to putting an end to the speculative control of the banking system, which is what's impoverishing the physical economy and driving the inflation that's now affecting every single person except the 1% of the billionaires who have enough money to write it all off. So I, I wanted to bring this to you. Go to LaRouchePub.com uh, and type in the uh, LaRouche's Four Laws, study them, and demand that your representatives support these immediately. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back again tomorrow.